0: It just seemed like the right thing to do Because we were really really going in mm-hmm. On this Very So um, so yeah um, Yeah so let me um Let me get this started I got the um, next one ready uh, 3, 2, one. You are now listening to the sounds of the Fall Black Fall
1: Black 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 No Black, Black. 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 Black
2: homie red hood wade is a black all black my man woke bar doom is
0: a black all black you know that brandon is a black all black and the man who made this beat is a black all nerd. black welcome to the ball black nerds podcast i'm your host the crowbar swinging red hood wade and of course as always we got the king of the squared circle brandon norton and as always my co-host an old man way podcast and on here we have the scientifically empowered yeah. Doom. what's up empowered
2: <laughs>
1: what's
2: scientific empowered we talked about the fact that I'm supposed to be the science guy but I'm always the magical dude on our um, on our branding stuff yeah and uh,
1: <laughs> and the next
0: time and I told Javi, the next time we do our um our like the 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 logos, I'm gonna yeah. make you, Brandon, you're gonna end up being doctored. You're gonna end up being Reed Richards, and I think I'm gonna make hobby Shumo Garoth. <laughs> I'm down, bro. Oh, uh, man, I told him he's gonna end, I told him he has to be um, Reed not Reed Richards, uh, Steven Strange, but he's gotta have the third eye. Yeah, man. You should let's, do that for cosplay. I'm
2: with it. Oh, that's that's with a damn it.
0: good idea. But, yo, let's get into the nerd shit, man. Comic-Con happened.
2: Yeah, San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about it other than the Marvel announcements. And I heard DC had some stuff going on, but whatever. (laughs) So let's
1: let's
0: (laughs) considering we are the bald black nerds podcast, we gotta start with the blackest thing that happened. Yeah. Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Before we get into all the intricacies and stuff that happened, what did you guys think of it when you saw the
2: trailer immediately? Who's going first on this one?
1: Do we have to start with the good stuff? It's <laughs> like, bad know, stuff. Okay. All right, no, you know what, fuck it,
0: Brandon. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you um, ride with this. What do can you Can we get talk?
1: the DC stuff out the way and then uh, go through the docket?
0: All right, hold on. How about we do this? How about we play my favorite game of do you my favorite game of do you care?
1: I like that. I like that game. I like that idea. That's very to relevant to show. DC. That's very relevant. I to didn't DC. mean to take over the show, but I wanted to get It's, it's our so, show, bro. What are you talking about? So I can yeah. talk about so we can talk about some happy stuff.
0: Um, yeah, it's it's our show, dude. So, like, you know, you're not taking over everything. I, I love that I, I typed in every DC and Marvel announcement, and then the DC one, it was someone just looking very confused. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first up on Do You Care, Shazam. Yes. Yes, I do. I, I really, that's, that's, that's... Shazam is the dress on the DCEU turd.
1: Yes, that's, that's a perfect happen. analogy.
2: Yeah. Shazam is the best film they've done. M- Matter of fact, let me go a little bit further. It's when I saw Shazam done? the first time, huh? Is it the best film they've done? It's the best film they've done. Uh, yeah. I mean, I-, I like the Batman. I think the Batman and Shazam are the two best films they've done. But with that being said, I think that my my whole... The first time I saw Shazam in the theater, my, my main thought was, like, they should just reboot the entire DCEU starting with Shazam and have Shazam Billy Batson be the eyes of the viewer. And he's just experiencing all these crazy superheroes and shit. And like, like do that. I don't want to see Superman's origin. I just want Superman to be a hero existing in that world, doing dope ass shit, already crazy. Cause we already know what he does. I want Batman already be, Batman could be hidden a little bit. You know, he could be like this scary thing, you know, whatever, if you want to do that. But, Just, bro, it it could have been so much better. They could have just just started over, bro. From Shazam, moving forward.
1: Shazam was fucking great, man. I watched that movie twice, maybe three times in the theater. I don't remember. But I was just so, it was so enjoyable. It was so much fun. It wasn't that bullshit, Zack Snyder, grayscale, gray-filtered, dark, dreary, fucking bullshit. I'm like, you know, D.C. heroes are supposed to be gods. They're supposed to be inspiring. Like, that's the whole thing about D.C. It's like Marvel is supposed to be like the view out of your front door, right? It's like if I look out my window in my city in New York City, this is the view of what I would see if a world that was had superheroes. The D.C. heroes are gods. They're above, they're above you. They're like what you inspire to be. They're inspirational. They're like these beacons of, you know, Superman of hope or Wonder Woman of fight and desire, like, they're these beacons, and Zack Snyder just dragged all that shit to fucking hell. And then Shazam came out. I'm like, finally, so good. fucking character that's inspiring. That is a fucking orphan that inspires his brothers and sisters. That shares his power with them. Like that's energetic. That's colorful. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. And I saw so love. So yeah, I care. I'm looking forward to that movie. All
0: yeah, right. So, Perfect. so we do care. Perfect. The <laughs> so next up, we have uh, Black Adam. Do you care? Oh, fuck.
2: Depends. <laughs> Depends. depends.
0: Yeah, hold on, hold on. I'm not letting that go. Did you
2: hear how Brenda reacted to that? It's, it's not, appropriate. I mean, come on. Fuck. <laughs> Yo, we've all as nerds. We this is the ball black nerds podcast. We are oh, nerds. Shit. It's in our name. DCEU has trauma. We've we have been in an abusive relationship with the DCEU for a decade or whatever. However long it's been going, I don't even know. Okay. So if he wants to react that way, damn right, it's your right. <laughs>
1: Go ahead, Javi, you go first. You said maybe.
2: Maybe. But let me, hold on,
0: let me say this. Let me, do y'all remember when I brought this? This is the first time I brought the uh, game up of Do You Care? And I said, I don't give a flying fuck about about, um, Black Adam.
2: Mm -hmm. I kind of want to see it now. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wanted to see it from the first time I saw the trailer. But it's a big maybe, bro. Like I've been excited about DCEU projects before. Wonder Woman 84. Guys, remember how exciting that seemed? Remember, we were gonna that was it. it was
0: I, boring. I, I, I say it was boring. this. I say this without yeah, without hyperbole. It was legitimately the most boring movie I've ever seen in my life.
2: Not the most boring movie, like movie I've seen, but definitely the most one of the most boring superhero movies of all time. And it's crazy because it had a crazy cast.
0: Dude, I was bored to fucking tears watching yeah. that movie. Like, yeah, I had to put myself in uncomfortable sitting positions
2: to yeah. stay awake. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I started, I started, like, a Sudoku puzzle or something. I don't know. It was that's pretty bad. <laughs> I, started, I started reading, I started reading Greek <laughs> Greek and Roman history because it was more entertaining. This shit was fucking awful. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had to get No, that no, up. no. Please. Oh, all the Wonder Woman 84 hate is, is accepted. Um... But I mean, a, means- the only hate that is not
0: only hate that is not allowed is who, Javi. Who who are we? Who are people not allowed to shame? Gal
2: Gadot, and uh, and 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 our little sister. Because I say Gal Gadot because I so love her. But um, our little sister from Miss Marvel. You're not allowed to touch her. She's yeah. untouchable. She will be. She will be protected by us forever. Yeah. Um. But with that being said, um, cautiously optimistic. Um. I'm hoping that with the new acquisition of Discovery, uh, um, Discovery now owning uh, DC and related properties, they seem to be wanting to kind of like throw everything away and start fresh. I mean, they're really pushing Shazam and Black Adam. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's going to do that. And if any, and if any movie can do, can, can, can benefit from that like kind of grittier tone of the DCU, it would be a Black Adam movie, especially if, it's something that introduces, like, the Justice Society. Um, so, I don't know. It could work, but I don't know. I don't trust the DCU for shit, so whatever. All right, Brandon. Do don't you care
1: about it. Black Adam? Do not fall for this. Please. <laughs> I know, I know, Do not I know. fall for the pretty costumes. <laughs> Do not fall for it. If you watch that trailer, nothing happens in the trailer. Literally nothing. Now... You can say, well, Marvel does that sometimes. And they do. But I have a reason to trust Marvel. I have no reason to trust DC. Zero.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was cast as Black Adam before Avengers came out. That's how long ago it was. Just in case y'all forget. I'm sorry, what? He was cast as Black Adam before the first Avengers movie. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: It's 2022 and the movie's coming
2: out. He got cast when he he got cast as Black Adam when he was making YouTube videos with eating a billion pancakes.
1: Thats how it was Why are we doing Black Adam, who has
2: zero connection
1: to Suzanne? Zero as far as we know, they mentioned him in the first Suzanne movie, like just oh, there was there was another one or something like that. yeah, they mentioned they go they
2: highlight him a little bit.
1: They mentioned him. And then, do you think Shazam is going to show up in the Black Adam movie? Because no, I, no. I don't. No, he's
0: not going to show up. Even I if he does so. show up, it's going to be a, a mid-credit scene.
1: Then. Do you think Black Adam is going to show up in the Shazam movie? No. I don't. At the mid, in a mid-credit scene, maybe at the end, end-credit scene. Yeah. Actually, you know so what? So they're going to set up a third movie. So we're not going to get Black Adam and Shazam until the third movie. Probably. Till like- I just want to see until- a
2: live-action version of. Black Adam whooping Superman and Shazam's ass for 15 minutes. That's all I want. I'm okay with that.
1: I'm okay That's all I want. with that. That's
2: all, I want. That's all I want to see. That's one of my favorite anim- animated, like, moments in D.C. history. And I want to see that live action. They have all they have all the ingredients. That's but all I want. say what you want, but Superman ended up winning that fight. Yeah, he did, but, I mean, Shazam was... I mean, you know, Black, Black Adam was fighting Shazam and Superman at the same time. Okay, can I, okay can I get on can I get on my on my
0: soapbox real quick something that's always annoyed me yeah. about um just the um the Shazam character what well, mm-hmm. this dude has the wisdom of Solomon mm-hmm. but he's still dumb as shit because he's like ten I don't care how old he is if you have the wisdom of Solomon you shouldn't be this stupid but he mm-hmm. loves to boast I have the wisdom of Solomon and blah, 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 blah. dog you're still a fucking idiot. He's a kid. He's a kid. But you have... Then why... Okay, then why does he have the wisdom of Solomon? He should be Hazam. It's relative.
1: He should be Hazam. <laughs> Haz- <laughs> he has the wisdom of Solomon for a 10-year-old. Yeah. Hazam. His name yeah. is now Hazam.
2: He'll whoop your ass in some Fortnite. He's probably the best Fortnite, Fortnite player, like, in history. All right, whatever. Sandman, do you I will are- say
1: Dwayne looks good in the suit. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm consciously
2: optimistic, man. And it looks like they're stealing they're stealing a they're stealing a bit from um Marvel. So and they're not they're not shying away from that at this at man, least. And Henry Cavill's
1: gonna be in the movie. So there's that. Yeah.
2: Which one? Which movie? Black Adam? Black Adam. All right. My excitement level just rose a little bit. Yeah. My um, my nerd boner just rose a little bit. Just so you know.
0: Batman, the Doom that came to Gotham was announced as a comic book. Batman, the Doom of Gotham, that, uh, Batman, the Doom of Gotham, that came to Gotham, excuse me, is inspired by the 2000, 2001 Elseworlds miniseries written by Mike Mignola, named ah, uh, Mignola, 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 and Richard Pace, and illustrated by some other people, whatever. It's a wild impact, love crafty, and imagery, as McNola is known for, Justice Society, who cares? Do y'all care about this? No. Uh, Dot crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, we we've, we've talked about that, so we don't really need to get into that. Um, and I guess there was a trailer for Oh, you know, go Watch that Green Lantern animated movie. It's really good. I was I was actually going to bring that up. Is it on DC? Um, is it on um, HBO Max?
1: Uh, I don't know. I saw it on my computer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know what that means. All right, ca- all right, Captain Jack Sparrow. I do have HBO Max. <laughs> so. All right. <laughs> Piratey. No, it's not HBO Max, yeah. Uh, yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. <laughs> my ex-wife uh, let's, pooped let's, let's on to, my bed. That, you know, that's, my, to,
2: that's my pirate impression.
0: Yeah, all right, let's get to the fun shit. Um, Black Panther, let's get right into it. Let's have some fun with this. Black Panther, I loved it. I got a little misty. I may or may not have gotten a little misty-eyed during a trailer. And the fact that they did this with the No Woman No Cry video, I'm like, they knew what they were doing when they set that shit up. <laughs> like, it, it, like they picked the perfect music for it. We're going to get into the, the person we saw in there. But do you know the part that really... Oh, got hold me? on, hold on,
1: hold on. I'm sorry. You left one more thing out for DC. Does it matter? Yeah, it does actually matter. All right, it's the, it's the, big, the big glaring thing that they left out at San Diego Comic-Con. That they can't fucking promote their Flash movie ah, because yeah. the star <laughs> might be a fucking groomer.
2: Yeah. Yo, you notice in the Shazam trailer. You notice in the Shazam trailer when he's talking about the other heroes, they show all the other heroes' faces except for Ezra Miller's. Uh, okay. Okay. So it wasn't just me. We no, were, I peeped um, that. Yeah. You know, when you
0: guys were um when you guys were talking as we were getting ready to get on, I'm watching this and I'm going, huh. They're showing the Flash, but I can't see the Flash. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, wait, is that the dude from the DC comic show? But I was like, oh no, the suit's wrong, so it can't be him.
2: I guess Flashpoint's coming with a new face. <laughs> so
1: Javi said they should have rebooted Flashpoint. the DC universe Yo, with Shazam. Yo, Javi, what up? Flashpoint with the good hair. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Flashpoint was actually written. I saw a leaked script a while back. It was written to reboot the DC Universe. That was the point. And it was all supposed to be behind Ezra Miller as like the person going forward to lead the DC Universe into that new whatever the fuck. Yeah, because he
2: was everybody's favorite part of Justice League.
1: Yeah. Not to mention there's been four directors, 21 writers, rewritten seven times. (laughs) It was supposed to come out six years ago, it was supposed to, I think, five or six years ago. Are you It was supposed to come out, Yes. But no, they, they were finally going to get it right, and then this star was not only beating the shit out of old people and robbing people for no reason and screaming at people, he's kidnapping and posting people. about guns on Instagram and shooting people. And now he made a, it he made looks a like meme about—he uh,
0: made a meme about the police not being able to catch him, and then took it down immediately. I'm like, yo, this dude needs to
2: be like—he needs to be arrested. He thought he was a real—he thought he was a flash for real, for real. What was he gonna do? Run
1: like? And so they have their big flashpoint, their big flashpoint, their big movie to restart everything, and they can't talk about it. They Mm -hmm. can't do any press. They can't send him on morning shows. They can't do Comic-Cons about it. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? You going to show up at Comic-Con the fucking Flash isn't there for your Flash panel? They can't show up at Cons. Shazam is
2: magic. Shazam is magic, which means that somehow he can travel back in time. Let's have a Shazam point. Okay. So,
0: uh, all right, so I don't know if, if Javi's going to make me edit this when I say it, but is is Ezra Miller the Vince McMahon of the DCEU? Ooh.
1: Should I edit that? Nah. <laughs> eh, eh, no, you shouldn't edit it. It's not, it's not bad. <laughs> and now everybody in the world wants Grant Gustin to be the Flash, but who knows? Grant's probably worn out. Is Grant the dude who plays um
0: plays
2: him in a CW? And, yeah. and I want to make one correction. Ezra Miller is clearly the Jesse Smolier of the DCEU. Nah, Jesse Smolier beat
0: himself. Um, Ezra Miller's beating other people. Fuck that guy. Fuck <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. Because they're they are non-binary, and I'm gonna respect that because even non-binary people can be pieces of shit. So fuck them.
1: Sure. All
0: right.
2: <laughs> that's 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 a brave take, old man.
0: It is every yo. Can we can we stop acting like just because you're a specific thing that you can't be a giant piece of shit?
2: I never saw the um, shit. I uh, shit. Cancel me. Everybody, you... everybody, everybody can catch an asshole hammer. Is, uh, listen, All right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, I
0: just want to point out and just say, just so I said it that the asshole hammer sounds like a poor name for a dick.
1: All right. <laughs> it does actually. Okay, now go ahead. Start. start. I'm done hijacking. I just had to get that out because that was the biggest thing for me from DC from Comic Con was that they didn't say a goddamn thing about the fucking Flax movie.
2: I didn't even no, think for about
1: real. it. Like, yo, yo, Brandon, thank you for bringing that up because one hundred percent, I didn't even
0: think about that. But you know the worst part about all that is, is the people who are cast. Like I, I couldn't wait to see, um, uh, what's her name as Supergirl, and Michael Keaton as Batman. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just kind of like. Do I watch this? If I watch this, am I supporting supporting his bullshit? You know what I
1: mean? Well, no, I wouldn't say that because they can't, like, they have to put the movie out at this point. Like, the they, movie cost them million million. Mm. They can't reshoot it. Like, they just got to put the fucking movie out at this point. So, at this point, it's just, as, I just want to see what the fuck they came up with after six years and multiple rewrites and most of the directors. I got to see this fucking train wreck. <laughs> Brandon, this is one of my favorite things about you is just your
0: <laughs> how eloquently you put things when it comes to them being shit.
1: <laughs> it's the worst, man. I have a I a distinct passion for the DC because I love their fucking characters. And they put their universe in the hands of a person who hated the fucking characters. <laughs> and that's the worst thing you can do is to take the characters that people like and love that's been around for 75 fucking years and give it to a guy who's like, I don't really give a fuck about these characters. I'm gonna do my own thing. Cause I like injustice. Who is this? Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. And by the way, Injustice is great. I think everybody loves Injustice, but Injustice is great because it was like 70 years of all those characters being their characters that made Injustice so unique. If Superman, and injustice, wasn't Superman... injustice
2: is good because the people that wrote injustice, what you say, Brandon, is clearly true. But also, not it connects to another thing you said, which is clearly true. The people who wrote injustice clearly love the fucking content that they were writing about. I don't care. Nice. I hate when people say comic book accurate. I don't care if you make Superman a 30-year-old freaking Chinese dude who freaking can't walk. I don't care. Make Look, it can interesting. Tell you your hobby. Story.
0: I was hoping that you would say a 40-year-old um old Asian woman because I think that would be fucking hilarious. Do that
2: too. Make it but make it interesting, make it good. Show that you have passion for the project. Show that you, connect it somehow to the to the the, myth, the mythos of the characters that yes. can connect people to it. Yeah. And just do it well. DC, yo, listen, you guys have trillions and trillions of not trillions, billions of dollars to play with. Freaking hire somebody who's good at making fucking
1: comic book movies. Thank you. You don't have to make a movie <laughs> exactly like the comic books. The key is to have the core of the character. Yeah. Like these oh, IPs okay. are popular okay. for a reason. Can I these be IPs honest? Are popular Doug, for a
0: reason? Doug, you don't even need to do that. This is an alternate fucking
1: reality. You don't yeah, you, you still don't. have to do that though. Yeah, you don't. Because people <laughs> know those characters for a reason. Like that's why I hate Joker so late. You hate Joker for a different reason than me, old man. You hate Joker for a completely different reason. I hate Joker. Okay, why do I because they took the Joker why you think I hate Joker? Well, you thought it was like some incel bullshit, which it was. That's
0: not well, yeah. No, that's what I think. That's That's
1: not why that's
0: not why I hate it. That's not why I hate it. I don't even dude. That's that's super woke's
1: opinion. Oh, that's super woke. why do you hate
0: Joker, old man? I know you hate it. I don't hate it. I just okay. Let me let me break down my thoughts for thoughts of Joker. I thought, as soon as this movie, as soon as this movie started, I said to Valkyrie, my wife, I said, Joaquin Phoenix is about to win a bunch of awards for this shit. And she goes, the movie hasn't even come out yet. I'm like, they're gonna make, they're gonna give him the award just so they can say they're not comic book bias. And what happened? He won the award for best fucking actor in a comic movie. Was he the best um, performer in a, in a comic movie? Fuck no, he wasn't. He was kind of great though. He, he, oh, great. he was. Oh, don't get me wrong. He was fan fucking tastic. He was in 95% of the scenes. He literally carried that movie with big dick and fucking acting skills. Joaquin Phoenix is great at what he does. Do you know why I hated the. You know why I really didn't like the Batman movie? I mean, the, um, not the Batman movie, the Joker, the Joker movie. Because no one fucking asked for it.
1: Well, that too. That's true. But my thing is, it's not the fucking Joker. And what they did was they took the Joker IP. This is what really pissed me off. They took the Joker IP, and then they made their own movie, and they named it the Joker, and they threw in some Gotham Batman shit here and there just to reel you in so that they could tell their own movie that they wanted to fucking tell that you wouldn't have came and saw if it wasn't called The Fucking Joker. Oh, no because one's going to see that movie. if it's not No 50- one's going to see that movie if it's not called The Fucking Joker. 100%. But they used the Joker IP to get you in there to go see that fucking movie. And that pisses me off. And that's what I mean by the core of the character. Like, people right. care about these Point IPs. Rescinded. Point rescinded.
0: I, I, I agree with that 100%. I, people care about these IPs. The reason I say you don't necessarily need the intellectual property is because you get things like injustice um, and things like that. Because injustice, you didn't really, like Superman was was nothing like what you thought he would like what he's supposed to be in the comic books and things of that nature. But it still makes a really good story.
1: But injustice only works because you knew what Superman was before in the comic books. That's also true. So, like, if you have never met Superman and you didn't have years and years of Superman and what he stands for, Superman just fucking killing someone and taking over the world wouldn't be that shocking or great to you. It would just be a story. But because you know Superman, and because you know what he stands for, and what the real Superman would have done, and what he's done in the past, when you see Superman make that heel turn, you're like, oh, fuck, this is wild, and you get into it.
0: You know, you said Superman making a heel turn. The first thing that popped in my head was Jr. going... Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Superman's got
1: the briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Jim Ross doing commentary on comic books. And then, the Joker gets,
2: then the Joker gets thrown into the Spanish commentators. <laughs> <guess>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No.
1: No.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> Bat- Batman threw Joker through the announce table.
1: <laughs> that would be great. Okay, now we can get to the great stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Enough shitting on DC. Hold on,
0: one, one more time. There was a
1: thing going on on Black Twitter. Black Twitter
0: in Gotham, if you don't know, people, just Google Black Twitter in Gotham. It's, it's some of the best shit oh, I've yeah, ever. Oh, yeah, that's good.
2: I got a question for you guys. I, I know this is kind of a tangent, but I just had to... This is, I don't yeah, know, high thought we're all on being tangents. High. Did did high. Did, did Spanish-language wrestling mm-hmm. viewers ever get a full, like, Episode fully announced, or no. did, they just, did they lose their announcers every episode? Like no, did they, they lose, lose it every, t-
1: episode, but- Not every episode, <laughs>
2: oh, but
0: every episode. 90%.
1: But does you believe during the pay-per-view.
0: <laughs>
1: that a table's getting destroyed.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's no Spanish announcers for any pay-per-views. That's crazy. That's wow. I to say one crazy. good
1: thing about DC before we go. The Batman podcast on Spotify is fucking fantastic. You all should go listen to it. And that's also an World story of Batman. It's but it's fucking incredible, and it's a Black Batman, by the way. Am right? In case y'all didn't know.
2: Oh, oh I was gonna say something. played by Michael B. Jordan.
1: No, he's not played by Michael B. Jordan. He's directed by, by you know, Michael Coogler. You know who he's yo? You know who he's played by? I forget. It's um, uh, Jeffrey Wright.
2: Uh, I was joking. no, not Jeffrey
1: yeah. Wright. Um. What the fuck is he played by? Hold on. I gotta get this. go ahead, old man. I know you're about to say something, but I I'll bring this up. I was just gonna
0: say that the um the last the episode of the uh, the title of this last episode we did was
1: um yeah it's Jeffrey Wright. Oh no, it's Winston Duke. My bad. Winston oh, Duke from Black Panther. Yeah He's playing Batman on the podcast. Oh nice Black Panther. Gina Rodriguez is playing Barbara Gordon. Lance Reddick from uh John Wick and The Wire is playing Thomas Wayne. Like it's dope. Y- y'all should go listen I to it. I also
0: want to say that Lance Riddick should play. We've talked about this, story, but Lance Riddick needs to play um, um Lex Luthor. But anyway, I was just gonna say that the, the name of the episode we just did, it'll come out by by then is Vince McMahon. It's uh <laughs> Get Down and Lay Down.
1: <laughs> that's not that's not bad. I like that. It
0: really is, because, like, Ben McMahon was on some Beanie Siegel shit during that, uh, during this time in the 80s. But anyway, so, Black Panther. So, Super Woke, um, I know that, uh, I know that, uh, T'Challa in the comic book holds a special place in your heart. So, I'm gonna go with you first. How did you feel about that, the uh, Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever trailer?
2: Um, it was a, yo, honestly, I loved it. I'm, like, when it comes to trailers, I try not to get too excited. But there was just so much packed into that trailer. Like, like outside of Wakanda, outside of the Black Panther, outside of T'Challa, like, it... it. it. Let me start off with this. I was worried about Black Panther too. I was extremely worried that it was going to suffer from, like, some type of sophomore issue, based on all the stuff that we heard around, you know, like... Uh, um the y- Huh? Yeah. You know, yeah, like, a lot of... You know, it was just weird. And then that's even before Chadwick Boseman unfortunately passed away way too young, um, you know. So it was kind of like, yo, what are they gonna do? Like, um, I, I, in a, in, a, in a kind of morbid way, I was I was I was happy um, when I found, as a fan of the show, I don't I don't even know if happy is the right word. I don't like using that word for this particular thing, but that they knew about his condition early on. It was fortuitous. Yeah. And so it looks like him, um, t- uh, Chadwick Bozeman, who loved this, playing this character clearly, you know, he did a lot of things. He did a lot of voice acting. You know, he prepped, he, you know, he he helped prepare them for this transition. Yeah. Um, And so I I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to think about it. Uh, But I think the biggest takeaway from this trailer outside of um, T'Challa is definitely the introduction of one of my other favorite characters um and i think we're gonna get into that later but other than that man it just it's got me excited it made me it, it a lot of the worries i had kind of melted away after watching this trailer
1: uh brandon what were your thoughts oh uh, no i'm excited like i didn't have those doubts that javier because i haven't seen a bad ryan kugler movie in my life so i didn't think this was going to be the first one um and so I knew it was going to be good. And then once they, once I knew Namor was coming in, I was like, "Well, you know, they're not going to fuck up the introduction of Namor. That's not going to happen." Uh, particularly because Namor is not a household character, right? He's not one of those characters that people know. Um, comic book fans which, know, which works in his, it was definitely works in his advantage. But exactly. He might
2: not be. He might not be that popular, but it almost doesn't matter because Namor, Namor, Namor. If there is going to be a Mount Rushmore of Marvel characters, I wouldn't be mad if Namor's on there. He's, you know, he's the first mutant. I mean, you know, he's not published uh, mutant. Yeah, there um, we go. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to be. I had what, do to- think, <laughs> what do you think I'm new? What do you think I'm to this? Huh? Okay. Huh? No. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, so in, and and he brings with him a lot of lore, right? So we have Atlantis, you know, we have mutants we have freaking just uh power players outside of the traditional power players so not only do we have wakanda right we have atlantis right if we have atlantis what else do we have right yeah, it, yeah. it just brings so much like the fantastic four have to come now right like it, yeah. it, it's, it just has to happen we know it's gonna happen but like it just has to happen right so yeah um, it's just crazy. And in his um, power level, his power level, like he's the type of dude that will go toe to toe with somebody like um the Captain he, he, Marvel, the Hulk, well, whoever. Don't well, forget that like and I remember reading
0: this in the um in the exiles, where their version of Namor was like, I can trade Pol- I can trade punches with the Hulk.
2: Mm-hmm. My he's state- the strongest person that always loses, other than Black Bolt. I was gonna say, yeah, but and Black Bolt. I also, see-
1: Ryan Coogler the, story, the if he so basically Ryan Coogler has gotten two of the hardest directing jobs in the history of cinema. I would argue um, the first major black character superhero movie he had to do, and he nailed it. Yeah, how we why and, we keep disrespecting Blade, bro? Major because Blade at the I mean Blade at the time was not. And plus comic book movies at the time was not the MCU. So it was just kind of like a movie. Black
2: Panther wasn't a major character. I mean, outside of comic books. No, no, no. Major, but major,
0: major when I when I when I and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, when I say this, but when I hear what you're saying, it's like I'm thinking I'm not thinking necessarily of characters. I'm thinking of major character in terms of what the stakes are that go into
1: yeah. I mean, it was the first big budget black comic book character movie ever. And he had to nail it. He he had to nail it. It was like I have to nail this. It has to be great, and it was great. And so now he's coming Excellent. back. You know
0: what's funny about that is, it, in this and we and this is a whole we can get a and get into a whole thing about race at another time, but I don't think it had to be great. I think it had to be
1: near perfect. Yeah, I, I would. I agree. And so now he's coming back to do the sequel to that movie. When the beloved star, who then became a huge, huge star, and everybody knows Black Panther, people who never heard of Black Panther before, now the IP and the star are household names, particularly in the Black community, he passes away unexpectedly that nobody knows. And now you have to carefully, delicately handle that while also telling your story to move the story forward inside the MCU. And I think he's gonna nail it. And if he does,
2: if if you know anything about Ryan Krugler's background, right, the fact that he 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 was hungry, like he he worked for this, like yeah. he struggled, like he depended on his wife girlfriend at the time, Beyonce. I don't know what their relationship status was at the time, right? Like he depended on his village, like he and he comes from the street, right? Like like people, yo, people like us. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I'm talking about the three of us on this on, on this freaking on this podcast right now. Like we don't get we don't get nervous, bro. Like if life life gives us challenges every fucking day, bro. And that's why I think having somebody like Ryan Coogler spearheading a property like Black Panther, especially with all the obstacles that Brandon's bringing, um, talking about, makes him the perfect person for that, bro. Like I guarantee you, we saw this as a challenge, and he wasn't going to give up. He might have been just as scared, more scared than anybody else because he knows what's on the line, mm-hmm. but he stepped up. I mean, we haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet. But
1: right? even if even if, but see, even if we haven't yeah. seen
2: it, he did.
0: even if we haven't seen it, you're 100% accurate when you yeah. said he stepped yeah. up. Yeah. So regardless of what happens in this movie, I will never take anything away from Ryan Coogler in this. And I, I was going to... I'll talk about my opinion on this later, but it's a great segue when you guys were talking about the importance of things that go on. Is the importance of Namor to mutants in general? Uh, Tanaj Huerta is an indigenous is an indigenous um, person who has the opportunity to play Namor. Okay. Namor is a new character to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but he's been around since 1939.
1: Uh-huh. He
0: appeared for the first time in a random comic book uh, comic comic strip. And now he's Namor. Like, this is a big deal. Because not only does he have to be a juggernaut, for the lack of a better term, when it comes to villains and kings and superiority, he may have to be one of the... Oh, he may have to be one of, if not the oldest mutant in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So there's a lot... It looks like they might
2: be... And it looks like they're increasing his age quite a bit, too. Yeah. If in case he is, if 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 it might just be Atlantis can be like Wakanda where it's like a hidden gem. Um, that's that, exactly what that's, it is. It is, yeah. but I'm thinking it's also possible because the the scenes of Atlantis we saw weren't were Atlantis um, uh, uh, outside of the water. So it could they could have increased his age quite a bit? He could he could be rivaling in the MCU um, mutants like Apocalypse for age if he's yeah, around during true. the Mayan Aztec like the whole that whole Mesoamerica phase. Well, so I also because I
0: think so. that was a scene where we saw him being birthed underwater, correct?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's bro. Oh my god, I'm so and honestly, just like a little selfishness, right? I'm so excited because Black Panther that that touches my 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 African side, right? And then you got you know this new origin of of Namor touching my Central American side, yo. So I'm. I'm a, this is another thing I'm probably going to be pretty biased about, bro. Like, I'm super excited. To well, watch.
0: I get it, man. Like, I, I'm i all for it. I also love the fact uh-huh. that we're getting a lot of indigenous... We're
2: well, not a lot, uh-huh. but we so far, we've had three indigenous characters. I wish my grandmother was here. My grandmother has Mayan blood in her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this yeah. would have probably, like, got her super excited, man.
0: But, like, we've had three indigenous characters within a year. We've had Echo, uh, Maya Lopez, her father, and now we're getting another and um namor in terms of like the actors and the performers who are playing in this particular role and for me that's fucking dope like you know what i mean like this is not something that i think a lot of people would have foresaw years ago and i i'm all for it i'm all i will always champion representation as long as it's done properly and so far marvel has kept marvel has continuously put their dick on a table and gone if we can find, and I've said this on this podcast before, and I'll say it a million more times, if we can find a deaf indigenous woman to play a deaf indigenous character, then y'all need to step your game up when it comes to representing these characters that you say you claim, you claim, claim to care so much about, which is back to your point, Brandon, about casting, like um, getting creators who don't really actually give a shit about the source material or even anything about it in general.
1: That's a perfect example. So, like, Namor, right? Namor is not uh, an indigenous Central American from a Mayan race in the comic books. Like, he's not. But I bet you a million dollars in this movie, if you've read Namor before, you'll see similarities in that character. I bet you he'll have that demeanor that Namor has. I bet you he'll have those I, things, I, because... You yeah, not have Javi? I
2: don't care. Like... I- I'm waiting for somebody to say something about him being indigenous. Because first of all, (laughs) he doesn't necessarily look like a white dude in the comic books. No. Right? (laughs) He He doesn't look like a typical blonde white... He looks more Samoan than anything else. Yeah. Second of all, he's a minority in Atlantis. He's the only non-blue dude in Atlantis. Mm -hmm. That's it. Atlantean... People from Atlantis are blue. That's their race, blue, right? Yo, he's all, and he's a mutant. Yep. Third of all... Somebody point Atlantis out on a map to me, right, right now. <laughs> Let me know where that's at, and then we can talk.
0: Don't, yo, don't get me into my conspiracy theory huh? about how I, <laughs> how, I think, how I think Atlantis is a, existed or exists. Don't get me started on that shit. I so,
1: was- but yeah, my, so my point is always like, it's, un, it's like these characters are popular for a reason. They're making movies about these characters for a reason because the characters are loved, they're interesting, they have years and years of stories. Mm -hmm. So tell your own story. Mm -hmm. You can make changes that aren't affecting the core of the character. Like people say, why don't they make Black Panther white? Because that affects the core of the character, right? It's a ridiculous argument, but it affects the core of the character. But you can change the race of someone if their race isn't a part of the core of their character. You can change things around the peripheral. You can change things about their backstory. But like these characters have personalities. There's a reason why they're popular. There's a reason how they fit into the larger universe and you need to represent those things when you bring them to the big screen to tell the story of why they're so fucking popular, right? And so I guarantee you Ryan Coogler read some Namor shit, and we're gonna see fucking asshole Namor. Like, we're gonna see I wanna
2: see Namor. You know what I wanna see? The scene I wanna see, sorry, sorry, Brandon. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. No, I'm done, go. The scene I wanna see, like, just in my mind, first of all, Namor better be, be able to fly. He don't got to have wings on his ankles, but he better fly. I think he does. He better have wings on his ankles. I yeah, think they showed right. him with the wings. With the wings, all right. Word. There's a scene in the trailer with that ship, and it looks like they're like, I don't know, something's going on in that ship. I just need a scene with Namor, Namor, flying out of the water with a big ass ship, just lifting it up, just to highlight how much of a fucking beast he is, bro. Like, I want to see. Yeah, I want to yeah. see
0: Namor grab the ship. Like, on the, uh, like, jump up, fly, and then grab, like, the edge of it, and then just, like, drag it down into the ocean.
1: Like, yeah, he has the wings. I'm looking he, at them. They look like they're... It's possible that they're part of his feet, hmm. where like, his boots or whatever, or as part... I can't tell if it's part of his boots or part of him, but he has wings down by his feet.
2: Hmm. So he's going to be a mutant in this, right? We've already introduced mutants in, in the MCU. There's no reason for him not to be a mutant. I I,
0: I honestly think that, and I actually wrote, just finished writing an article about this, not only do I think he's going to be a mutant, I think he's going to, like, yell it, like, nice and proud. I think that's going to be a... I think that's going to end up becoming a major issue with that, which leads to the next thing um, Javi put on the docket is the political vacuum, but it also highlights my favorite part of the trailer was T'Challa's mother, Ramona. Mm who dog Angela Bassett is a fucking god let's just call
2: it like it is she's a goddess watching I love her, her so much, like bro. huh i love her so much she's such watching, a beautiful beautiful woman
0: yeah and watching her like cry mm-hmm. and talk about her like her um her son like where's the justice for my son and all this other stuff and all i can think about is y'all don't want them problems with wakanda Doug. and i really feel like they're going to end up Closing their borders because America. What I feel like the nations weren't there when um, Atlantis showed up, and I think the person that we saw. Remember, when we saw. Excuse me. If you saw the trailer at the end of it, we uh, looked like Black Panther was unleashing his claws. Yes, I think that happened in the beginning of it. And I think they just CGI'd him happening. And I think he ends up being killed by Namor.
2: I think that's Shuri. Because if you look closely, if you look closely, I I haven't watched any videos, any videos, um, talking about the trailer yet. But I did see some of like the thumbnails, and it looks like a slimmer figure. Like the hands, the arms, the wrists seem a lot slimmer. So it's possible that that might be Shuri. I, you, you, and you could be hundred percent right. I honestly think that
0: um, T'Challa or Black Panther is killed by. Um, but, uh, back to Ch- By Tchubbayam Namor in the before the movie gets started, or like right as the movie gets started, I think that's what causes this giant thing. And I think and I feel that they needed the one time Wakanda reached out for help,
2: mm-hmm. they weren't there. And Brandon, yo, you might see some black people in Boston in this movie. I know you definitely will see some black people yeah, in what movie. movie? Black, black okay. Panther, dude, they did a lot of filming out here. Yeah. Ironheart, um, she went to MIT. They did they a lot actually, of casting they some calls. They, hood, did some hood, in MIT. they did some filming in MIT as well. And they did a lot of... Ca- I think they filmed in the hood, too. They had a lot of casting calls for black... black. Um,
1: she better not like be from fucking Boston. I don't, well, shit,
2: why she not?
1: Be, she might not because be. Because she Chicago is a, yeah. a big part of her origin. She yeah. should be
2: from Chicago. She goes to school in Boston, but... Yeah,
1: she goes to school. I mean, that's fine. Yeah.
2: But, like, I really do feel that, like... Chicago, I'm just hoping... I'm. Oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, that
0: like, uh, Brandon's point earlier about certain parts of a character being needing to be a part of their origin story.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Chica- um, Chicago's a big part of
2: Riri Williams' origin story and her becoming the person that she is. I just really wish, I really wish, Um, because Disney seems to try to like, for whatever purpose, I don't know, I'm not saying it's for the greatest purposes or whatever, but they seem to try to be as vocal as possible. They try to highlight cultures. I'm not saying they did this, but like, I always try to tell, I always try to explain to people how much how Black Boston is, um, how central Boston is in African-American history. And, you know, I hope they take a little bit of time to kind of like, they don't have to like shove it down your throat, but I really hope, I really hope they took some time to at least highlight some of that.
0: Because they did Um, do more filming. There's there's no way in hell they do that. I think think the uh, MIT thing is going to be a drop in the bucket. Mm. Be honest with you. Like, and I don't and honestly, it's not really that important in terms of the movie itself. Would it be nice? Yeah, sure. Whatever. But realistically, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not something I think that is enough for people to actually give a shit about to like make it a point. Right. Um, so Brandon, what do you think the the how did you put this? The emotion no, 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 where's it? That the political vacuum with the new Black Panther and Ironheart. Uh, Wakanda and Laveria, Latveria um, put all that together and I think it's a really good question. What do you think the power vacuum is going to happen in terms of like the world with another king of Wakanda dying? Because this, this would be their second one in a short amount of time.
1: I think that some of the other tribes in Wakanda are going to question them expanding out and making themselves aware to the rest of the world because they got two of the kings killed. I think that somebody is manipulating Namor and the Atlanteans and the Wakandans to fight each other. Um, Baron Zemo, go on. I don't think it's going to be actually Zemo, but I think it's going to be someone doing that. And that by the end of the movie, there'll be a true villain. And and (laughs) I think that... I think it's possible that Mbaku ends up in charge, but I don't think he's Black Panther. Uh,
0: I, 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 I don't think he's Black Panther. I don't think he'll be in charge either. But um, I wouldn't be shocked if it happened. Um, to your point, as much as I think it is Baron Zemo, I wouldn't be shocked at the end of this. We didn't see Doctor Doom.
2: Yo, like, th- it's the puzzle pieces are all there. Damn it! I can see him oh, coming ar- in. Is- Aren't you the same person who says you never believe anything Marvel does? And you're no, I mean, they're it? not... They didn't mention anything about Doom. They didn't say anything about that. I'm just saying now I'm putting the pieces together in my mind. If you have Wakanda, you have Atlantis, you need Latveri. Okay, and I can make that to a newer thing. extent, to a more modern extent, you need Krakoa. Right? Krakoa's getting... is among... It's growing to be among... Hopefully, they'll survive. I'm hoping Krakoa becomes a constant on, like, other... Utopia mutant utopias, but you know,
1: we well, need well, they language. are doing Krakoa, and we know that because Krakoa is going to be in X Men 97.
2: Well, X Men 97 isn't collected to isn't necessarily connected to the MCEU, right? So, it's, um,
1: it's, I read that it's supposed to be connected some way,
2: probably multiverse. I know X Men, um, the comic book definitely. Um, talks about Krakoa. Yeah. All I know about the remake of the animated series is that, we'll talk about that later, but we'll get into
0: that later. I completely forgot about that, that yeah. part of it, too. Yeah. Um, we There's a bunch of stuff we gotta go on. As much as I'd love to talk, keep talking about Black Panther, we do really have to move on, because we, we're, we're yeah. short for time, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, She-Hulk. Yeah, man. She-Hulk looks fantastic. Yeah, man. It looks fun. It looks like they're really leaning into this being a sitcom. Yeah, would, yeah, I'm not surprised. It's it's everything they've done from She Hulk so far, I've absolutely loved. And Tatiana Mark, I forget her last name, but on or no, from Orphan Maslani. Black. Maslani, thank you. Um, Brandon. She's one of the few people when it's come to casting, nobody has had anything negative
1: to say about her. Oh, if you watched Orphan Black, you can't say anything negative about her, she's incredible.
0: Like I I love it. And, like, watching her as She-Hawk, I'm like, yo, she's fan fucking fantastic. Like, she's goofy, she's got the mannerisms. Like, I just, like, I have no issue with anything that I've seen from her, and it makes me very happy. She even broke the fourth wall. I'm like, thank you. She was doing it before Deadpool was. Thank you for actually adding that to the, adding that to her mm-hmm. personality. Which is also a very TV sitcom-y kind of thing to do. Uh, uh Super Bowl. What are
2: your thoughts on that? On the She-Hulk trailer, trailer, trailer. <laughs> First thing I'm gonna say is, we're gonna be doing a lot of looking at the screen in this show, aren't we? We can do a lot of, a lot of fourth wall, fourth wall breaking. You know, it almost seems like a primer for some Deadpool, some other fourth, fourth, fourth wall breaking characters, right? Um, so I love that. I love that. I, I want to see if it's just a gag. Or they'll treat it like they do in the comic book, that characters that break the fourth wall have some connection to the cosmic parts of the universe, right? Yeah. Um, that should be pretty interesting given yeah, everything is cosmic with you. I mean, it's a very I mean, if you listen, you read Marvel comics, you know how how important that is. It's all connected. It's it's all connected, man. It's it's like you can't have one without the other. And they tried to do that early on because it was too hard. To really show a lot of these Jack Kirby ish uh, uh, imagery, um, but now we're at a point where we can do it, and you can see what Marvel Comics is all about. You can see what comic books are all about. They're they're expansive and amazing and wonderful and magical. So that's that's part of it. So that's going to be interesting. The fact that um, it looks like She Hulk's going to be sh- possibly stronger than her cousin, at least in this form, at least in in the Professor Hulk form, which is not too surprising. Um. the fact that uh, Ruffalo seems like he's going to play a big part in this. Yeah. It's also exciting. So I I can't wait. And it's like every, they're going to just throw everybody in there, right? Like, she's a lawyer for all superheroes. So we could see who, we could theoretically see everybody. So that should be interesting. It
0: was funny. Diddy pointed out to me that the the Wrecking Crew was there. I was like, oh shit, that Mm -hmm. is a Wrecking Crew. I'm kind of pissed because I had a I had a whole thing built up who I thought should be the wrecking crew. I thought they I thought they should go all WWE superstars. I thought, yeah. be, I thought it would be funny as hell if um Big E and Nia Jax were part of the Wrecking Crew. Uh,
2: I need I need Nia Jax in and in, 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 in the MCU period.
0: <laughs> well she got an OnlyFans, so
2: so as a friend, can you send me the, um can you send me that link for a friend, not me? I'll I'll will send I'll send you
0: the uh the pictures I saw, and um for your friend for my Matthew friend. Robbie.
2: Thank you, thank you, appreciate no it. Problem.
0: But um, so Brandon, what do you think of the She-Hulk trailer? I see no oh, better no. question. No better question for you. When you heard uh, Tatiana Marsala was going to be She-Hulk, what do you think?
1: No, yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, she's a, incredible. If you watch Orphan Black, which is one of the best sci-fi TV shows ever made. She plays like eight characters on that show and each one is different and it's incredible. Um, And so you can't even tell that it's the same person playing the characters and she's amazing. Uh, I am excited for the show. Um, I like comedy. You know, we need a little bit of fun in this shit. Uh, So give me the sitcom, give me a buddy cop movie, uh, TV show. I think it ends poorly. I don't think this is going to end well. I think it probably ends somehow sending the Hawk back to out of Professor Hawk because it's going to end with something mem- uh, memorable. And I don't think you can keep Professor Hawk around that long because I don't think the character works when he's like that for a long period of time. I so he won't be
2: Professor Hawk for a while, but he won't be Professor Hawk forever. I think we all he can't that.
1: be. He can't be, so they're going to have to... Also, I think in D23, they're going to announce a um, Planet Hulk movie. I mean, World War Hulk movie, sorry. World War Hulk movie, and they've got to get there somehow.
2: Bro, I want a World War Hulk show. I think that should, that would be an awesome Disney Plus show, bro. Go I, think from, we need a, I honestly think we need a World War Hulk. I think that should be
0: a phase in a movie, a phase in a series.
2: Because like, I'm thinking, because we it's 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 prime for the Illuminati to show up at some point, right? You know, um, prime for Hulk to friggin' Hulk out and start killing people by accident. So why not, bro? Like, I want to see that whole story play out. And as you say, old man, as a phase or show, it can't be... This can't be done in one. They can do it. They've done it before, whatever. I they can my. do I feel like they can do a planet Hulk. Yeah. In one
0: thing, but there's no way hell I think they can do a World War Hulk yeah. in one. Well, Ragnarok was
2: kind of planet Hulk, right? So they kind of did the No, plan. it wasn't. It was their way. I mean it was an MCU version of it. I, I'm no, I'm not even going there with that because it wasn't it.
0: Just because there was an arena where the Hulk wore gladiator armor and he fought doesn't it makes a whole does not make a World War Hulk. It, it was I no, absolutely not. I'm I vehemently disagree. I think there's there's no, absolutely not. I'm just gonna go with no. <laughs> Tell no. us how you feel, man. No, <laughs> just just absolutely no on all of that. Oh, uh, and that. before we go, I don't know. So, Jamila Jamil looked like a fucking snap. That when does she animal. not look
2: like a fucking snack?
0: That's also true, but she looked extra good as Titania.
2: She's ridiculous, bro, and I I love that casting. I watch, I I will, I would literally watch her. I don't know. Bind a dictionary, not even write one, just bind it, and take her time.
0: <laughs> bind the dictionary. it I make a
2: bring, burlap sack look awesome.
0: I always bring this up. I always say to people, I was like, this one dude said to me, "There's no way." she would ever do a Marvel Comics movie because I wanted her to play Monet St. Croix. That was my dream casting for her. Mm. And then someone was like, oh, she'll never do it because there's all this workout and she's super pro, like, you know, your body and all this other stuff. I said, okay. She's, I was like, she's going to end up in the MCU. I'm like, she's too popular not to. And he said, no. And I just want to point out, I was right. (laughs) I knew it was going to happen. She's too popular. Congratulations,
2: oh man. Your cookie is on its way.
0: I'll, and I'll eat them. <laughs> I, I will eat that motherfucking cookie like a like a bitter, stubborn ex fucking husband or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Your that.
2: cookie is now loading. Please enjoy okay. on behalf of BBN and subsidiaries. My cookies. My cookies. Um, yeah. Also, we have a. Oh,
0: we haven't even talked about the best part. One of the best parts about it. Motherfucking daredevil.
2: Yo, that was crazy. Yo, like in, in his original so, costume. Yo, did that trailer have the most like superheroes in a trailer in the modern day? Like other I, than Infinity War, like has like, to probably be. had more than Infinity War. Like it definitely had more than Infinity War. going to be. It. I can't wait. I'm so this show between this and 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 the Game of Thrones friggin' spinoffs. Like I don't know, my my geek brain's gonna blow up, bro. Oh, right? Are we gonna have to record about Game of Thrones? Of course, I'm
1: gonna. doing a podcast with Chanel on that. I don't know if y'all know Chanel. She's dope.
2: I don't know, but I want to be on that podcast, Brandon.
1: Anytime. It's called, it's going to be called We Was Dragons. No,
2: I don't think you understand. I want to be on the episode where you're talking about it. Oh, the whole the whole podcast is that? Yes, yeah, it's just
1: doing a podcast on Game of Thrones. All right. New so show, I, of Dragons. I,
2: I, I am inviting myself as a regular guest.
1: Okay. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I'm just letting you know. If you ever want me to come on, that's fine. But just let you just just let you know, I'm going to be very um, anti Game of Thrones in terms of the fact that like I still haven't forgiven them for wasting my fucking time.
2: Are you gonna do what you did with Game of Thrones original series? Are you gonna like not watch it and then watch it like five oh, years? No I'm, later? Watch, oh, no, I'm gonna watch a lot. I didn't have uh, HBO. What do you want <laughs> from me? I want to like, out. No, I- I swear oh,
0: to Rich not- like fucking y'all and had access to fucking HBO. What do you want? Oh for?
2: yeah. Because only rich people have
0: HBO. Rich people have HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Brent, I love your little <laughs> when me and <laughs> when me and Javi argue, you're like, I'm not getting any anywhere near this. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, <laughs> we also like uh Daredevil popped up at the end of it with his original yellow and red costume. But even more important than that, we have a Daredevil TV show coming out. And I am super excited. It is called uh, Daredevil... Born Again. Born Again. Thank you very much. Um, That may be, for me, and I know this is going to be blasphemous because I'm Black, that may be the biggest news for me coming out of Comic-Con because Daredevil, I think, is was... Daredevil, for me, is what... You're a blasphemer. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
2: no, but me it's a big deal. No, I, I no, no, Yo, no, 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 no. Yo, listen. Can I finish? It's a big deal. Uh, no, I'm just going to say no, I, no, no, I think no, no, no. I I am not going to judge you, only you on my analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: go ahead. Yeah, I was just like um, Daredevil for me is what the shield is for Brandon.
2: But even beyond that, old oh man, right? You mean Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is too? In- in- oh. S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. Got but even you. even beyond that, like, I, I think it would be the same response if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If they, re- if they rebooted that, which I think they might actually, given all this shit that's happening. Why not? Why not? They have enough money to do it. But, like, the fact that they're going to take these Netflix shows and bring them into Disney+, and really integrate them into the DCEU, the problem was... The DCEU? No, sorry, the MCEU. Damn. Boom! Shoot me in the... No, let me not say that. It's too violent. But um, I should be. I'm gonna I'm gonna flagellate myself later for saying that. Um, but the issue that the MCU had with their extended universe properties was it was hard for those properties because of their production schedules. They were uh, Marvel didn't have total control over their production schedules. It was hard for them to keep up, or or it was hard for the stories to stay consistent between those shows and the MCU. Now that they have Disney Plus and everything's done in-house, yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot easier. It should be a lot easier for everything to be interconnected. Actually, no, it is because everything now, all the extended stuff is all interconnected with the with the MCU in general. So them bringing the all these shows into the um into Disney Plus, bringing them all in-house from top to bottom, is just gonna make it's 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 literally making the live action version of the comic book multiverses that we all grew up to love. Like, at this point now, you have kids that all they know, like, you can't... There was at a point where you would say, oh, all you know is the movies, right? But there's enough time and and, and narrative behind these movies that there's kids that all they know are Marvel movies, and they're just yeah. as geeky as us because yeah, they're that, just, that, as, that, complex. That, the hobby, just a, as complex. And they getting just as complex. Javi, that
0: is a fantastic point, and you should be mm-hmm. applauded for that. Oh, um, it's cre- It's like, because we're, what, we're, what we're looking at now is that you're going to have, we'll say, 50 years from now. Mm-hmm. Not even that. We'll say what? So 20 years from now, we're going to be looking at kids who who have never read a comic book. And yeah. all they know is the, the source, for them, the source material is the movies.
2: And that's it, legit. That's legit, I'm not, bro. It's honestly, a legit fandom. It's legit.
0: It's Thank you. It's a legit fandom. And honestly, as much as it may perturb me, I dig it. Because I'm pretty sure the people before me, I'm pretty sure there was something where it was like, oh well, what do you, like the uh, comic strips before there were comic books, there were comic strips,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and people could be looking at me the same way when I'm like, oh well, yeah, da 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 da. Um, so also we don't need to take a break. We're good. <laughs> Does anybody have a favorite part of the of the uh, She-Hulk trailer? Because like I said, for me, like I was completely engulfed in all of it, man. Like I couldn't. I couldn't get enough of it. I loved everything about it. And y'all know me. This She-Hulk thing is right up my alley. It's comedic. It seems like it's going to be very much empowering of everybody. Uh, The women are fine. The jokes are going to be flying. We're going to get all these random Easter eggs. Like I can't wait to come in and review this week for week, week by week or every other week, and talk about all the random shit that we saw, because I'm pretty sure each of us is going to see something that the other one did, which is going to be fantastic. And I think we're going to get... This is... She-Hulk is a comic book fan's comic book show. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's going to be... It's going to be everything that you really want from it. Like, people could talk about oh, the is too goofy. Dog, Comic books in general are fucking goofy. Mhm. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have expectations going into this? Well, the first question you asked was our favorite part of the trailer. Yeah, no, sorry. They, you know, I think me and old man want to die the same way. Um, mm-hmm. death by Snoo Snoo. And this show is just giving me even more. Like, I never wanted to live in the MCU because it looks crazy. Like, I don't want to live in Gotham. I don't want to live in like. Iron Man's New York, like that's crazy. But I like want
1: blessed to me.
2: I want to live in She Hulk's world. Like I want to live in a world where there's a bunch of giant superhero, super strong, awesome, smart, beautiful women, who you know, hopefully they'll love her. You know, overweight, five nine, black dude. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully they'll they'll grant my wish and allow me to die by Snooze. snooze. So you know, I'm excited. That's that's my favorite part about it. Yo, it's just. Just a just a beautiful just a beautiful property. <laughs> by Snoop,
0: Snoop. We actually did an episode called "She Hulk: Death by Snooze, mm. Uh But yeah, like for the most part, like everything about the the hulk I'm oh, sorry, Brandon. What is what are your biggest takeaways from that? From She Hulk?
1: Yeah. No, nothing. I'm just excited for it. it. Looks like a fun show. I don't. I want, I'm not sure how consequential it's going to be. Mm. Um, but I don't care. All the shows don't have to be consequential. We're introducing new characters for something bigger. Brandon, can
0: you say that again, please? Because I think the people in the back may have missed missed what you heard about that because when people watch these shows, it's like, well, I didn't have a connection to this. Like, yo, everything, can can you say that one more time, please?
1: Every show doesn't have to be part of the larger story, like directly. We're introducing, we're expanding the universe or the multiverse in this scenario. We're expanding it. And so because we're expanding it, You know, we have to introduce these characters, particularly because unlike DC, most Marvel characters, people don't know who the fuck they are uh, in the mainstream, you know, except the ones that they're getting back. Like people know Spider-Man, they know the X-Men, they know Fantastic Four, but these other characters, they know peripherally. And so I'm sure people have seen Seahawk iconography before because she was everywhere and how sexualized she was. So people are aware of the character. But if you ask somebody who the fuck is Jennifer Walters, they don't know the fuck that is. They don't know anything about the character. And so we have to introduce these characters without always having to tie it. And I saw someone complaining on Twitter, and they were like, I watched three movies since the Eternals, and nobody's brought up the big-ass Celestial in the ocean. And I was like, who the fuck is living? Who the fuck is in the Indian Ocean since you've seen the, the Eternals? No one is anywhere near the fucking Indian Ocean. So why the fuck would they talk about that? And Plus, you got a
2: bunch. You have a bunch of organizations that are clearly up to like hiding all this shit and keeping shit under wraps, right? You have a world where freaking half the population snapped out of existence. You got a world where a fucking alien invasion was stopped by a bunch of m- magicians and witches Doug, and aliens. You don't even know
0: when this right. happened,
2: yo? But yo, you. Listen, we're we're used to just mass shootings. Like mass shootings are just normal to us, right? Because it happens all the time. Imagine living in a world where you regularly see a fucking one-eyed unicorn <laughs> farting rainbows yeah. over a fucking three-toed mutant. Like this—that's regular to these people. Like, like right, the like, fucking giant a in the Indian Ocean. Okay. Like yeah, a celestial popped up. They're like, <laughs> but did you die though? Yeah, we're alive. Did you get snapped away? Literally, literally, literally people who got snapped away, a bunch of them freaking got snapped back in their exact position. And a bunch of those people were in planes and and, and freaking cruise ships, freaking driving at 100 miles per hour down a highway. And all those motherfuckers died. Trust me, yo, that I, world, I guess, people were busy. No, <laughs> the um, the way they displayed it in Hawkeye
0: with Yelena Belova was perfect. Yeah. Like it was gone and then
2: everything around her changed and then she was back. Or um or uh Wandavision. How the was it WandaVision or um it was either Wandavision or or or, or um Winter Soldier and Falcon, where they showed people snapping back and actually end up dying, right? People were dying. Oh that snap- was um uh far from home. Far from
1: we home. also saw it in Wandavision with Wanda. um wan- with Monica.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no,
0: that's, that's, about, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right, Brandon. But Javi, I think that's what you were talking about. It was a WandaVision. Division.
2: But I think I think I think um Falcon and Winter Soldier also dealt with that because they also because they talked about the the consequences of the snap.
1: And I think well they had the repatriation c- yeah. uh group that was bringing people back who were snapped.
2: Listen, the world is fucked, bro. We can't the world is fucked on our look. We feel fucked up because gas costs four dollars a gallon, five, six dollars a gallon. Imagine what you would feel like. And what you would be paying attention to, and what would capture your attention, if you lived in the MCU universe, bro? You, um, a, a fucking giant showing up in the Indian Ocean is the least of your problems, even if you knew what happened. Yeah, like uh, it's, but it, it's, it's funny. Like I feel like it's the Homelander meme, meme where it's just like
0: giant God arose from the earth, and everyone was like, "Ooh,
2: yeah, ooh. <laughs> all right, <laughs> call calm, me when like." like I don't know, when the sun blows up.
0: Yeah. And even then, they're like, all right, sun blows up, we got about, what, eight minutes before we yeah. die? All right, let's see if Reed Richards can come up with some shit in, like, eight yeah. minutes. The, the Avengers are gonna bring most of us back anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at, at that point. Oh, so, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. this isn't yes. on the docket. yeah. But
2: a couple of things that came out of that, they got a director. Who's the director? Know. You know we gotta pay Pusha T every time we use that, right? Uh, Destin... Uh,
0: Destin Daniel Cretton. He was actually one of the uh, one of the tops of the creative team for Shang-Chi. He'll be he's not doing um, Fal- he's not doing Ant-Man Quantumanium, but he actually was announced to be doing the Avengers Kang Dynasty movie. So I want to make sure that we mention that. His name again is Shang-Ti, Shang-Chi's Destin Daniel Cretton. So, and I think that's, for the record, that's coming out May 2025, May 2nd, 2025, and that'll be after the Fantastic Four, which is also phase... phase phase five, no, phase six. But before we get into phase six, y'all want to have a little rapid fire about the scale of one to 10, how much you actually give a shit about the projects that are coming up? Yeah. Yeah. Scale of one to 10? Yeah, scale of one to ten. Just a quick rapid fire of like, do you care? Or do you care or do you not care?
2: Okay.
0: All right, y'all ready? Yes, sir. Let's let's start right to it. Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumanium, one to ten.
1: Ten. Ten. Secret invasion. Ten. Eight. Seven,
0: actually. <laughs> uh Guards of the Galaxy three. Ten. Ten. Uh Echo. Eh. Uh
1: nine. Wow. You're more excited about Echo than you are Guardians of the Galaxy. That I'm gonna pause it right there. Why so? No, no, I said ten for Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Oh, nine for Echo.
1: Two? I said seven for Secret Invasion.
0: Why why more excited about um Echo than Secret Invasion?
1: Because Secret Invasion is a I mean, they're not really talking about it. It's just I don't think a bunch of characters are gonna be in it because they're not gonna pay. For all the big names to be on the Disney Plus TV show, you don't so, think so I think it. No, I don't think so. I, mean, so I think it's going to be. Get, uh, we're going to
2: get Samuel Jackson.
1: Yeah, I uh, know we're going to get Samuel Jackson. I think it's going to be Jackson. more of like a spy, a spy Samuel show. Jackson's
0: in Capital One commercials.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Javi, what do you
0: give Echo? one to ten? Uh, five. You're five. Wow, that's low. Why? Why so low? Is
2: it just because the character? What? What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't. I'm, until she becomes a phoenix, I don't even really give a shit, to be
0: honest. <laughs> uh, the Marvels.
2: 10.
1: Oh, I knew 10.
0: How, I, knew y'all, I knew how it was, I wasn't sure how I would talk to you guys. Um, Blade. 10. 12. <laughs> Yo. I, 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 yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, Ironheart. Not because I care about Blade. I just love Mahershala Ali. I watch yeah. anything he's in. Yeah, that dude, was, that dude was a... He was the best part of Luke Cage.
0: Yeah. That's that show uh, got yeah. worse as soon as he died.
1: Yeah, he was the best part of that show.
0: He really was. Uh what do you what are you at, Javi? For Blade?
2: Blade 10. Well, I wish I could do 12 like Brandon, but I'll do 10.
0: Um lastly we have Agatha. Oh no, actually not lastly. Ironheart. Agatha Coven of the Ch- Coven of Chaos, which was supposed to be Agatha. You skipped um, Ironheart. Marcus. Huh? You skipped Ironheart. Oh no, I said Ironheart. I'm sorry, Ironheart. 10. Yeah, 10. Uh, Agatha, covering up Chaos. Ten. Eight. Super Bowl, what you got? Ten. Uh, Daredevil, Born Again.
1: Nine.
0: I'm at a, I'm at a 14. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I'm, I'm gonna go, you know what? I'm gonna go with a nine and a half because I'm curious to see how they integrate. Like, what do they do? Is it, is it a continuation of the Netflix show? Is it something to do with the mar- multiverse? Does it have something to do with, like, what's going on with that? But, um, I'm, I'm, I trust Marvel. If they pull it off, it's a ten. If not, I'll, for now I'll give it a nine and a half.
0: Okay. Uh, We've already talked about She-Hulk, uh, but that's Phase Four, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Captain America: New World Order. You got a ten too, Brandon? Yeah. Thunderbolts. 10, 10,
2: six. I'm
0: gonna go ten. I like the Thunderbolts, so. and I know um, hobbies at a ten because of Baron Zemo. So yeah. the only
1: person I care about is Elaine. <laughs> yeah. but no, they got they got they got
2: they got Baron Zemo. They got Natasha's fine-ass sister. Do we? Got, but do we know? Oh who's yeah, going I, do like I do like
1: Yelena Velova. I do know like her. Who's
2: on that team though? Yeah, they've been building it up, right? Well, they've been
0: building it up, but um,
1: they have. Um, yeah, Elena Velova, Baron Zemo, um, Abomination, US agent. U.S. agent, and U.S. agent yeah. this is who we know so far.
2: Those they are the ones being can... used. I think Agatha might be their magic user.
0: Uh, I don't think we see. Oh, that would make sense though. Canoe and one Thunderbolts team. uh,
1: I know people saying Ghost is
0: coming back. Oh yeah, Ghost is definite. Ghost is a definite part of. Is a definite part of Thunderbolts. There's no way she can't be part of that. Um, In the last one of the last renditions of Thunderbolts, Ghost was a big part of it, and it he ended up being one of my favorite characters because he is such a disgusting, but great character altogether. So yeah, I wholeheartedly agree that we're gonna see that team.
2: That team's Uh, gonna be a beast, bro.
0: Uh, yeah, I hope. Uh, uh, rest in peace to the dude who played um Thunderbolt Ross.
2: Mm, Make sure I
0: get it, make sure sure I get his name right.
2: And remember, there's a venom, there's a venom, there's a piece of venom symbiote running around. That's also true.
0: Uh, no, William Hurt, rest in peace, William Hurt, who played General Ross in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's all we got for the space live, but let's get back to Quantumanium. We're going to get Kang. Kang's coming. Kang's a coming. And according to that, he's a, a mortis. This is leads me to believe that we're going to see Reed at some point. I think that's the first time we're going to see who casts Reed. and I think they're going to pull a... Who's the dude who played Thanos' brother in Eternals? He's a pop star.
2: I forgot his name, but um, yeah, he's a, like a British pop star or something.
0: Yeah, so I think we're going to see him. I think star we're going to get one of those. He's
2: playing Star Fox.
0: Yeah, Star Fox. Um, uh, Harry Styles.
2: Harry Styles, yep. yep. Harry
0: Styles is going to be, and I think we're going to get something similar to that. Because Great casting. Think, yeah. It, um. From what I've been told, yeah. And Great one casting. of the one of the things I know about Amortis is there's some kind of bloodline connection to Reed
2: Richards. Kang's real name is, I believe, Nathaniel Richards. Mm. He is a um, descendant of Reed Richards, or a possible descendant of Reed Richards. Um they I mean I don't see why they don't play to that in the MCU. Um I can see Kang since Kang's going to be in Quantumania. I can see that as the perfect jumping off point for the 616 Fantastic Four.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I think this is absolutely fantastic. I'm all for it. What are your thoughts on Kang coming to Quantumania, uh, Brandon?
1: No, we've been through that. So I'm excited. That's just a start. Cause Kang Wars, the Avengers movie. But I think they announced the casting for the Fantastic Four next month at D23. That's why they left all those blanks on phase six. Mm-hmm. They know what that's, They know what's going there. They, they just wanted exactly to say some happening. shit for D23.
2: Mm-hmm. They know exactly what's happening. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, oh, MODOK. We're getting MODOK. Yeah, that's going to be dope. I wish I, I saw that. I was I. I, I want to know. Yeah, it's going
1: to be the bumblebee. I mean, it's going to be um, yellow jacket. Aim. No, the guy who played yellow jacket. Oh, oh, I thought
2: you meant.
1: Oh. Yeah, he's going to be Modoc.
2: Is he turning into Modoc or? Is yeah, he's he... turning
1: into Modoc.
0: That makes sense considering that Modoc was an uh-huh. Aim employee and they tran- transformed him. And the dude, pl- the dude who played L- yellow jacket, was a really. Good, it's a really good actor. So it, I'm glad that they didn't just waste him. Oh, and before I forget, all of them, I'm not going to say all of them, but I feel like most of the Marvel characters that we've seen die, died because they're coming back in Incursion. And I think that this Marvel, I think Incursion is a way for Marvel to reset things. I think a lot of the characters who have either left Marvel because of uh, money reasons or they're done, I think a lot of them are going to come back. I think we're going to get a new Tony Stark in about another five years. I think we're going to get another Black Panther in another five years. And characters like the dude who played Rumlow, um, Crossbones will be back. Uh, the dude who played whatever the fuck the name of the villain was in Doctor Strange, he'll also be back. So I think we're going to see a lot of these characters returning, and while people are pissed off, it's like Marvel is playing chess while DC is playing checkers.
2: DC is playing checkers with one piece, and they're still losing. Yeah, which is hilarious to me. Like they
0: they got the game on easy, and they got Game Genie, and they got the infinite lives code, and for some reason they keep jumping off a of cliff. Yeah, they keep throwing the controller out the window. <laughs> it don't make any fucking sense to me, man. Like they just they can't get right. But I also think that MODOK is a great character for Ant-Man in the Watch Quantum Medium for a couple of reasons one he looks goofy mm-hmm. so this is going to allow Paul Rudd to just go off on what Modok looks like and how goofy he is especially with the beekeepers with aim and all that so it's fun but it also is a place where Modok can show his true potential without being ultra violent so this was a smart move making Modok part of Ant-Man, quantum, Ant-Man the Wasp, Quantumania. Is there anything else that we may have missed that is super important other than the, I can think that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin is continuing their story. I don't know. We don't know much about it, but the same creators behind the original Last Ronin is going to be involved in that. I think they finished the eight? original series. It's really good. I I also honestly think that you could watch. Oh, Javi, one for you. Strange Academy
2: coming back. Yeah, yeah. You already know I'm on that, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm just waiting. That's such a good. That's just a. That's such an underrated series, bro. Like, dude, I it's think, the X Men with magic. It's crazy good, bro. Like, it's so good, and you have friggin' Dormammu's son as one of the characters. You know what I mean? Like, it's. It's 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 one it's one of those comics that have like some crazy powerhouses and. Everything he do has consequences throughout the whole like six one something
0: that something but, that doesn't really yeah. happen a lot in yeah. in uh comic in general like like you said like everything has a consequence and I love that about it
2: oh and the consequences stick in the series too mm-hmm. I love well, it, like yeah like it's like the it's almost like Game of Thrones ish when it comes to consequences like people that you uh, love are gonna end up being enemies and people that you love are gonna end up dead and like it's really good I love it. Oh, I mean, it,
0: there is more to talk about. X Men nineteen ninety seven, uh, Brandon. No, actually, no, Javi. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things you brought up. I completely forgot to. So I'm gonna let you take it away on this. We talked um X Men ninety seven. So first off,
2: new designs. Talk to us. I mean, thank God. <laughs> I mean, I'm let me not hate the original X Men animated series. Not that this wasn't the original X Men animated series, but the Fox animated nineties animated series. Um, has some of the most classic X-Men designs, period. Like, you can't get more classic than that. Um, With that being said,
1: uh,
2: we've, me and old man talked about it. I think, Brandon, we might have talked about it with you as well. Like, we we, we re-watched the original 90s series, and it did not age well at all. Like...
1: Really? I like it. Oh,
2: man. Like, the first two seasons were great. But it just went, and and there's a reason why, like it it purposely did that. Like it it there was a lot it was in it was in development nightmare. Marvel was going through bankruptcies at that time. Like it was really, it it was really like a hell to produce that show, and it shows in the earlier in the later seasons. So I I see this as a way of kind of like redeeming itself. Um, Marvel clearly cares about everything that they do um, when it comes to their live action. Their animated series lagged behind DC for for a while. Um, it still does. DC is still the goat when it comes to animated series, but Marvel has definitely been stepping up their game. Um, so I'm excited to see, man, what's exactly what's going to happen. I do know from what we've been told, the story is going to follow exactly after the end of the original series. Xavier's so, in
1: space.
2: Xavier's in space. Uh, he's Magneto animated. got his old his old costume, which is fantastic. Yeah he'll be leading the X-Men if rumors are to be believed. So storm got a mohawk. Yeah, I'm curious to see if um, Wolverine's going to be able to use his claws for anything other than, you know, opening doors out- and boxes and robots. Exactly, so we'll see. Also, um, with that being said, you know, um, this wasn't on a docket, but we could, you know, kind of add this to animated Marvel stuff that's coming out, but Marvel Zombies is going um, yes. to be released, and it's going to have a mature uh, a mature rating, so that's gonna be pretty. I actually
0: have a list of characters who I think are actually going to appear in Marvel Zombies. If you guys want to hear my list, go oh, nuts.
1: They showed the list. They did. Yeah. Oh shit! You didn't know that? Nah, I just wrote a fucking article on it.
0: <laughs> I was like, Scarlet Witch will be there. I think she'll be a zombie turned a human. I thought that Sharon Carter is going to be doing what she does. Um, and just kind of like, you know, oh, hey, I'm Sharon Carter and I'm going to make money off of all this shit and make myself luxurious because, you know, fuck the world. Gimelina Belova will be part of the part of the team. I think that Iron Man will be there, but he'll be a zombie. Miss Marvel will be one of the heroes on the team because she can't be a zombie because she's too adorable. Scott Lang is a hero, but ends up turning into a zombie after... Um, in order to save Cassie Lang. I think we see Hawkeye. By Hawkeye, I mean, Haley Steinfeld. And she ends up killing Clint Barton. I think Wilson Fisk survives because he's fucking Wilson Fisk and he always survives and everything. Spider-Man. And this is a sleeper. I think we see Deadpool.
1: No, you, you won't see Deadpool. But I can tell you why, because... Shut your fucking mouth right now. No, the, they told... They, um know, they wanted to get out in front of people not thinking that because they said that the, the what-if people and the Marvel zombies people said that Marvel only allowed them to use characters that we've already seen before. Uh, they weren't allowed to use other characters. I mean, so, how do we know we haven't seen Deadpool? He's a master of disguise. Because we haven't seen Deadpool. <laughs> but I can tell you who's actually in the show if you want to know. Absolutely. Those confirmed to be zombies in the show include Hawkeye, Captain America, Abomination, Ghost, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Okoye, uh, while the still- oh, oh, yeah, heroes, yeah,
0: zombie is one of the scariest things I can think of.
1: And then the heroes that are going to be fighting them are going to be Yelena Belova, Kate Bishop, Agent Wu, Red Guardian, uh, Shang-Chi, Kamala Khan, and Death Dealer.
0: I just want to point out that a lot of my picks are spot on. That's a dope... That's, that's going to be a dope lineup, bro. Mm-hmm. I just want to say it again, I'm going to pat myself on the back by saying
2: that most of my picks were true. Oh, man, your second cookie will be arriving shortly. (laughs) Please be patient and enjoy the ride.
0: I want my cookie now. Oh, Javi, take it away. Uh, Star Trek Picard Season 3. I'm just stepping stepping back.
1: I I haven't even watched Season 2 yet.
0: I haven't watched Season 1 yet. Mm. I just got Paramount Plus um, last month. Um...
2: Let me look at this docket real quick because I know I added some stuff in there. Um,
0: I can bring it up. Uh, so yeah, first thing, mind. first thing we had was Patrick Stewart promises the return of the original Starship Enterprise at the uh, Star Trek Picard.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm not surprised. They've been trickling in classic Star Trek. Um, well, not classic Star Trek per se, but at least from Generation Voyager, um, Generation um, Next Generation and Voyager, we've been getting some classic characters from that. Um, there's been a, a very close connection to those two series. In particular, um, I'm hoping that we get more Deep Space Nine and the original series in there, if possible. I wasn't too impressed about the second season. I know I wanted to put a like, quick little review. My quick little review was it was underwhelming, um, especially considering the premise and what um, it, you know, it involved the Borg. And if you watch Star Trek, you know how crazy the Borg can get. And it was... It was kind of boring. I mean, at least for me, it was hard for me to get The Borg was in the
1: first season, too.
2: They were, but they definitely played, I don't want to spoil it for you, Brandon, but they definitely played a more significant, um, shall we say significant,
1: uh, 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 well, we'll
2: say the Borg Queen was more significant in this than in in any other series um, in the first season. Um, but yeah, the Borg were, were very important in the first season even though they ended up not being the big bads, uh but yeah it was just it was a lot of time travel it just it just it, it just wasn't exciting to me so I'm hoping the third season kind of like correct some of that I will say this there were a lot of like big consequences and potential major changes to Star Trek lore based on the second season so I'm excited I'm to see how they approach that and um yeah, it's just, you know, I'm just happy. Anytime I can see Patrick Stewart put on his um, his Captain Pips again and do his thing, it's always exciting.
1: Jean-Luc Picard. You
2: know, the and, oh, one good thing about the second season, prior to review, they actually explained and made it canical, the conical, canical? I can't say the word, canon, why Jean-Luc Picard is a, French man with a British accent. So if you want to find out the reason for that, watch the second season. It was pretty interesting.
0: So what do you think about the second season? That's one of the things you said you want a quick review of it. So what is your quick underwhelming. It was
2: underwoman. It was it was really because yeah. yeah, I don't remember season overwoman. one. You were like, Yo, you need to get you need to get Paramount Plus for this alone. Season one was lit. I, I don't know if my expectations, I had certain expectations. I wanted them to continue the story from the first season, which they didn't. So that might have caused my disappointment.
1: It was a. Totally that reminds cool. me. Oh, sorry, Harvey. No, go, ahead, go, go ahead. That reminds me. Oh man, you asked me to pick something for us to watch for the show. Oh god. And it's on Paramount Plus. We're gonna watch the Beavis and Butthead movie.
0: Oh yeah, I'm down. Oh yeah, I'm with that. That'll, I'm be, my That'll be that I'm, I'm absolutely with that.
2: Yeah.
0: I can. Actually, I'm actually excited because we saw Beavis and
2: Butthead: The Watchers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh um, sure the majority of the second season also took place in the 21st century. So I'm like, that's weird. Eh, it, it made sense in context, but I don't watch Star Trek to see the world as it is now. I see how it was. I, I like to watch it as how it could be. So exactly. You also had another thing,
0: another topic on a high stage and major change going into season three.
2: Yeah, I I was hoping Brandon watched second season. If you don't mind spoilers, I could kind of explain some. No,
1: don't spoil it. All right. All right. So it's on my list. I'll be watching it. I just we're selling the house, so I've been doing a lot of crap. But once I get out of here, hopefully in late August, um, if everything stays on track, then I'm gonna finish. I have a whole list of shit I gotta watch, and I'm halfway through Discovery, the most season, the most recent season of Discovery. Yeah. And then once I finish that, I'm going right into Picard.
2: Yeah, Discovery was awesome this, this past season. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to re-watch Picard, season two. I, I was really busy at the time I was watching it, so I don't know if I gave it enough time. Uh, you always busy. You're a celebrity, though. This guy says that. We are well, all celebrities. Se-
0: <laughs> Will season three get on
2: uh, get the series back on track, Avi? Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope so. I really hope so. I mean, as much as I didn't like the second season, it did set up um, a pretty good um, landscape for some really interesting stories. I just hope they somehow... It's, it's, it'll be very interesting to see how they connect the first season and the second season. I think there's a lot of, of potential there, and um, I'm excited still. I mean, I always give Star Trek the benefit of the doubt. I mean, Star Trek is known for having really bad seasons and really great seasons. Before we go, Super Woke, what's a comic book that you'd recommend to people? Ooh, what am I reading now? You know what? Catch up on some Strange Academy. It's great, and it's coming back. Brandon, what you got?
1: I haven't read a comic book in two months. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's not necessarily, necessarily be like something new. Like, just give me a comic book you'd recommend.
1: Oh. Um, that's a, you know what's actually good? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Very good book. That's
2: that is a good book. Good. The Boom that's Studios actually, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, The Boom X- Studios. It's Shattered good. Grid was a great story. Yeah, it was great story.
1: Good. That's a damn. Oh,
2: good. oh man, I, can I can I can I can I just redo mine because I, I feel I, I keep forgetting ones that I'm actually reading. Um, Avengers, X Men, Eternals, Judgment Day. Get on it. Yeah, that's first. This first. This first. Like the first issue was really good. Yeah, you know, what the Eternals did to the to Krakoa was just. I, I I know Krakoa has something up their sleeve, but this first series, the Eternals definitely put their dicks on the ground. Like here you go.
0: I, I just want to point out that uh, they tried to fuck with Logan, and he was just like, "Yeah, we don't do that here. I, I protect my people." All right, uh, and then
2: Thanos granddad. We're it not talking. A, that's his, that's a, it's actually his uh, great uncle. Um, he called the granddad though. Uh, Read Eternals. So Thanos' great uncle, um, one person that he that he he respects, it took him an hour to pretty much diminish all of uh, uh, um, Araco's population by millions which is kind of nuts. Think about it. <laughs> it it's absolutely nuts. And Don't get me wrong. Like,
0: I, I didn't say that Logan was like the end-all, be-all, and I don't think he's necessarily going to like take them all out. But I really do feel that Logan showed the type of protector he is because he didn't know what the fuck was coming out of here. And unlike certain people like who know they're going to come back, I really do feel that Logan's tired of living. So when he took that bullet, he's probably like, please,
2: I don't want to do this shit ever again. The because, thing that's like, interesting... The thing that's, that I think that's interesting about the story, too, which I think is going to be... I, I don't know how this is going to end, because who are the bad guys in order to... The interesting thing about this is, like... The
0: X-Men are not the bad guys. They've done
2: literally nothing no. wrong. The only good guys in this are the X-Men, the Avengers... We don't know if the Avengers and, are good guys yet. Especially hold, let me see, after everything. Hold on. <laughs> X-Men. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. X-Men, Avengers. And I, it might not be all Avengers, but I'm going to say, like, Steve Rogers definitely. I think Iron Man. He's just curious to do stuff, right? Iron Man's going here. Go on. And um, um, the Eternals who quit being Eternals, right? Yeah, but I you agree. still have you still have a corrupt Krakoa, right? You have a, a a a dysfunctional Avengers team, and you have an Eternals that's being led by a fucking snake. So I this could this could go this could go anyway, bro. So it's going to be very interesting, man. It's it's a very interesting story. Um, So get on that. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. So for
0: me, I'm going to go Paper Girls, specifically because by the time this episode comes out, the Amazon Prime Plus show should start, so I would definitely say read volume one of Paper Girls. It's a really good show. I can't wait for it to, I hope, let's just say I can't wait, but I really hope that it keeps the essence of the show. Season one, is it won't be that big of a deal because I don't think that it'll need that much uh, CGI or, like, overly scientific stuff. So I really do feel that the first season of Paper Girls should be good. It'll probably only last, like, four or five seasons, if that. Mm. And I think it'll also show that why The Last Man should have gone to Amazon Prime and never should have been Hulu. And I don't think Hulu should ever be allowed to use another... Comic book franchise for as long as they live because I think they always fuck it up, except for Modok and except except for Modok and Hit Monkey because those were kind of comedies.
2: All right, is that it, old man? That's all I got. Y'all got anything else? That's it, bro.
0: Oh, so it's a good show. Brandon, you got some last words for us?
2: Uh, no, that's it. Uh, Javi, how do you feel about Gatekeepers? Gatekeepers um, I had a Funny feeling Watching the gatekeeper In Ghostbusters 1 Alright This has comment? been the Ball Black Nerds Podcast And as always Be excellent to each other I wanted to be the keymaster.
0: I would be the key master In that situation
2: <laughs>
1: <Fair I'm mine.
0: laughs> Ball Black <#mir-�hta">! Nerd Black 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 Nerd Nerd
1: Black, Fall. Black. Fall. black, Damn it, Wade.